Hey y'all, this is Connor. We are very stoked to share this session with you. Brad, Drew, and I actually recorded this a few months ago in person from a very fancy room on the Aaron Hills property in Wisconsin. If you haven't seen it yet, I strongly encourage you to go watch our three-part Wisconsin Uncovered series on the Random Golf Club Films YouTube channel. RGC and Chase Sapphire brought the three of us together for the first time in Wisconsin ahead of the Ryder Cup. What a shellacking by the U.S., by the way. We are really proud of these videos, and this session from Aaron Hills unpacks everything. Behind-the-scenes tidbits from our travels and moments that happened off-camera or didn't make the final cut. We also want to hear from you. What were some of your favorite moments from the Wisconsin Uncovered series? I am not a technically-minded golfer. I play entirely based on feel. There are moments where I could not care less what ball I'm playing, but that's exactly why the uncommon golf balls are right up my alley. They feel great. They look even better. The putting line is thick, gives me confidence walking up to a 10-footer. And the best part is that they're easy on your bank account. Let's see. Yeah, it's $34.99 for a dozen of their top-level balls, and you get a deal if you subscribe. The subscription thing is genius. You can get a new dozen in your mailbox every four, six, or eight weeks. That just depends on how many you pipe into the water and how often you do it. Just do me a favor. When you go to uncommon.golf, use GGT at checkout to cover your shipping cost. You will not regret it. No regrets. Okay. Recorded live from Aaron Hills. It's group golf therapy. Now hit them straight and mind your golf. Guys, look at where we are right now. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Home of the 2017 U.S. Open, and um, that's just the first thing that came out of my mouth and rolled off my tongue. But the list goes on. This place is uh, really, really, really something. Um, do we want to, do we just say the name? Just say it. We're at Aaron Hills, y'all. Aaron Hills Aaron in Hills. Wisconsin. In Hartford, Wisconsin. Hartford. I, I didn't know that. Um. First of all, I think we just got to um, give a big thanks to not only Random Golf Club and Eric for making this trip happen, but everyone in the crew. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. this, Saul. Is, this has truly been driving. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but like from cameras down to production, down to photography. Everything, yeah. Getting um, waters and Starbucks. This, yeah. this trip has meant um, so much to us, truly. Um, to get to meet each other for the first time, um, getting a little choked up thinking about yeah. it, and it's like this is the manifestation of a lot of work for us. Yes. Um, yeah, and we said to ourselves from the beginning that working with RGC was kind of the next step for us. We were all independently involved with them at some capacity, and we're familiar with the brand and what it's about. And we finally made it happen. Um, in Drew's home state, no less. Yeah. What's that like for yeah. you, man? We came, we came to your front doorstep. I mean, for, for all of these things to come together the way they have with orbiting RGC, with us never really meeting in person, I know you guys have before, but all three of us, ever since we started doing this together, has been just it's a dream come true it's like you can't you can't uh, really even put it into words how how special it is so yeah 
we, we've roomed together for two nights now. So, uh, but you said something about watching non-Wisconsinites observe Wisconsin. Can you explain like what the, the combo we had about the bridge? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being, a, being a lifelong Wisconsinite growing up here um, and seeing seeing people experience it for the first time through their eyes, through that lens, was really unique and special for me because the things that you take for granted or the things that are, you know, might even be a slight annoyance, like a bridge going up and having to be stuck in traffic, mm-hmm. to an outsider is something really uh, unique and different and exciting. Or even, you know, seeing the farmland, seeing the greenery, seeing the trees, to me that's just every day versus you know in a different part of the the region it's it's something very unique and special so i think it's important to travel that's the thing i'm getting um you spend so much time like in your own little pocket and you don't realize like golf can take you everywhere golf can take you that's right uh places you've never imagined like aaron hills (laughs) and that's just in the united states you know what i mean like I mean, I've been in LA for almost six years now, and I love playing golf in Los Angeles. Um, but I I want to visit each of you in your, you know, at home your habitat. And yeah, we got we got one out of three, so we'll see what happens. People give tourists a bad rap, but like it's fun to be a tourist sometimes. It is, you know. Yeah, and it's cool. Like it's cool to hear you talk about maybe seeing your state in which you've lived your entire life through a new lens through like literally the lens of a camera, but also through eyes of people who have never been here before. Um, so yeah, that's, that's cool for us. I think to, to see you experience that. Um, getting here was not easy for all of us. Yo, um, I don't know what's going on with like, it's not TSA. It's not just TSA. It's like, it's a little TSA. It's a little bit of TSA, but it's like the flight commission. Organization. I don't know who the governing body of who determines and Mr. Airplane. Mr. Airplane. He and I are going to throw down. Let me tell y'all. Okay, I was in. I was in New York City. Was in Pittsburgh. Had to fly from Pittsburgh to Los Angeles. Um, Pittsburgh to Los Angeles is not a direct flight. We have to stop in Detroit. Got hung up in Detroit. Because we touched down at 8.35. Our flight was scheduled for 8.45. Our connecting flight was scheduled for 8.45. And I don't know if any of you have been to the Detroit airport, but the the American Airlines terminal is the second longest terminal on the planet. You measured it, right? It is exactly one mile. Stepped it up. It is exactly one mile. and At least it's not eight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And... Yeah, to sprint. <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, to sprint from gate A2 to A70 with my bags was not easy. Uh, stayed there, stayed at the, the airport. We had to stay at the West Inn at the airport. Had to pay a lot of money to stay there. and <laughs> Just a mess. Then fast forward a week on the flight here. I, I booked the flight. Like, I was good. I knew exactly what time I had to show up to make my flight. I get there. I check my my golf bag. And 
I get to the gate and I hear my name coming over the loudspeaker. And that is never a good sign when you're in an airport and you hear Bradford Wilson, no. please report to gate a 65. And then you go and they're like, Hey, there's an issue with your golf bag. It's like being called the principal's office. It is. But worse. But worse. You could be like prosecuted probably. Probably, yeah. 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 <laughs> when I get there, there's like two red coats, <laughs> just like right this way, sir. You're going to jail. Yeah, yeah. Um, never a good feeling. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm still so pissed. I'm so pissed. Okay, I get to the gate. Hi, I'm Bradford Wilson. There's an issue with your bag. You need to go downstairs and uh, open it for us. I said, open it. What are you talking about? Like inside my golf bag right now are three different TSA receipts saying, hey, we had to open your bag. This is just a notice. But for whatever reason, they couldn't get into it this day. So I had to literally leave. I could not make this flight because they were boarding actively when they called my name. Um, so I asked them, you know, can you please put me on the next flight? They were like, we'll try, but you have to go get your bag. So I go down to the American baggage situation. They have, uh, I ask for my bag. They're like, oh, your bag is already on its way to your final destination. Did they not tell you that? What? Um, I said, what? It's on its way where? They're like, yeah, it's scanned in. It's on its way to Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix was my connecting flight to, from Phoenix to Wisconsin. One to 10, how much are you panicking at this point? 13. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not golfing this not, week. Not ideal. <laughs> right, right, yeah. There goes the whole trip, yeah. you know? Um, so from the American baggage office, uh, they sent me to TSA. They're like, maybe you can talk to the manager and try and, you know, get tracking on the bag, something. So I go, and I ask to speak to the manager, and he, like, he's sitting at a desk, and, uh, you know, the door's open, he's sitting at a desk, and I see him kind of, like, tilt his head back to see who's there, and I see my golf bag. I'm like... Is that is that my bag? He's like, oh yeah, they they flagged it. There's an issue. They couldn't get into it. I said, you ha- you've literally gotten into my bag three different times. Why are you, why can you not get in today? Just pick the lock again, man. right? Like, Just pick the lock. They're like, yeah, we we can't. Um, or he was like, yeah, that was then. This is now. Huh. Bet. Uh, so I hand him the key. He opens the bag and he's like. Any uh, batteries, explosives? I'm like, no, literally nothing is in this bag except golf clubs. And so he, yeah, he, he scans it and he's like, no, oh, here's your problem right here. And holds up a four ounce bottle of bug spray. It's just deep, man. It's, <laughs> it's 80% deep, deep, deep woods. Um, so I know it's not this guy's fault, but. You know, like, who do you take it out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so long story short, um, the bag, I, I take the the bug spray, take it with me. I get on my flight. I'm here. I'm grateful. But I don't think I will be flying for the next month. I just can't do it. I yeah. can't do it, bro. <laughs> I don't understand why, what was in it? Like, what? It, it, I think it was just like the the volume like but I it was think a you can't. Bag. Right. I thought you could like put anything in a check bag. So did I. Apparently not. Apparently not. So did I. Um, but you made it here. Yeah. But but I made it here. I'm grateful. We're all yeah. Here. Um, that first night we did not get a lot of sleep. <laughs> not at all. Negative sleep. We did wake up at 
Six o'clock, yeah. Morning. Uh, After and, checking into our place at like one thirty, right? Yeah. Um, and that next morning, you were you were tasked with a pretty big segment of our trip, which was speaking to the first ever black PGA professional in the state of Wisconsin, yeah. Hank Spivey. Um, let's talk about that. What was <laughs> that? What like? I mean, from like talk about an entrance. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Hank Hank rolls up in his car at Dretzka Dretzka Park Golf Course, yeah, uh, municipal golf course outside of Milwaukee. Rolls up with just just soul music, just like get you ready music. Bump it. Yes. <laughs> that, that if that noise were a song, whatever, whatever. <laughs> license plate bust one. It literally bust says one. bust the number one. Mm-hmm. I wish I asked him what it meant. I really want context on that. Yeah. I hope it's a golf thing. We might have, we might have to call his landline and yeah. confirm. Hank has no cell phone. No cell we'd, phone. We'd learned this. No internet presence. None. Yeah. So he was he was uh, genuinely curious as to how and why yeah. he was the subject of of that day, um, and just like. Personally, and I, I told him this, uh, I'm curious about black golf stories. I want to know the history. I want to visit the history. I want to visit the grounds. I want to know where the tournaments are. I want to know where the, the money games are. I want to yeah. know where the leagues are, you know? Um, because there's so much you can find via internet these days. But um, also what I've learned is that there's a, a big gap in popularity amongst black golfers. Folks, Hank's age, late, I think he was late 50s, maybe early 60s. Right. Um, when they were our age, golf was huge. Mm-hmm. They had guys like Calvin Pete. They had the Thorps. Thorps. They had uh, Jim Dent. Mm-hmm. So they, they had people to look up to, but mm-hmm. uh, there was a gap until basically Tiger. So yeah. it, it kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, but because there was such a gap, not a whole lot of reporting was done back then. You don't. There's just a whole lot of history we don't know. There's not a lot of, there's no record. There's no, yeah. yeah. So Hank was interesting to me because he gives this like super humble Midwest nice energy. Yeah. And asking him what it means to be the first black pro in Wisconsin doesn't even resonate with him. You know, he's like, he didn't even know. He didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Which that in of itself, I think, speaks to his humility and just his how genuine he is. Uh, it, it, he's there to be there. Right. He's in it. Right. He was so like forthcoming with information. I asked him, what's been the hardest part about getting people involved, getting people of color involved in the game? And... I actually I kind of want to, I want to go back. The day we got there, there was a, a youth clinic happening, and as soon as he saw that, he lit up. And then when I asked him, "How do we get people of color involved in the game?" <laughs> I'm, I got to take a breath. Hank told a story about starting the youth program at Dretzka. 
in the late 80s. And there were times when he had to go into the city to actively put kids in his car to drive them to the golf course, which was, how, how far would you say Dreska is from downtown Milwaukee? 20, 25 minutes. 20, 25 minutes. How, yeah. 20, 25 minutes. 20, 25. So yeah. Hank was driving kids 20, 25 minutes to the golf course so he could teach them golf and then take them home at night. And he had one promising golfer. I, I don't think he told us her name. She was eight years old at the time. And she showed great promise in his words. And she stopped showing up one day. And he didn't know what happened. So just like he always did, he went to visit and found out that this eight-year-old was acting as mother to her three younger brothers. That's a lot to put on an eight-year-old. That is too tall a task for an eight-year-old. No eight-year-old should have to do that. No. Um, how are you supposed to learn golf <laughs> when the socioeconomics of your city, um, the makeup of your family is such that the weight of your family's well-being lands on your shoulders at eight years old? That's, it's, it's not fair. It's impossible. Um, so go ahead. it's only made possible by people like Hank. That's a fact. <laughs> um, yeah. Huge heart. That was the part that got him to, to break down a little bit. Cause I think he hadn't thought about that in a long time. I get the sense that he doesn't think that, what he's doing is worthy. Um, the fact that he's the first black pro in the state. Cool. I, I didn't, I, you know, but that was the moment that was like the, the, the grounding moment for him. Um, we talked about so many things and <laughs> I, I can't recall them all because that was the one that stuck out to me. And that was just the first day. <laughs> we've been up to a lot, though, since that time. Um, since we, we left Dretzka, um, we, what did we do the next day? Well, after leaving Dretzka, we went up to Lasonia. That's right. Lasonia Lynx, which is a, um, I, I would still call it a hidden gem. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's gotten some play for sure in the past couple of years. I think it's it's been, you know, more more notably lauded as a as an architectural gem. As like, you have to go check this place out if you enjoy good architecture and enjoy cool routing and design. And I'm someone who does loosely, um, and that place just absolutely blew my mind. Yeah. It's so it, it, I love courses like that that are just like incredibly unassuming from first glance. You walk, you, you drive in, and it's just a, a field. Yeah. Not a lot it, going on. It looks like it could be any public course. There are right. any, yeah, there's nothing that differentiates it from the parking lot and the clubhouse that says this is special. Even the first tee box 
It's it's right there. Yeah, it's just there in it's the parking, like there. right out the parking lot. Yeah. Right. yeah, right. There's no water features. There's no statues. There are no there's, uh, no, statues. there's <laughs> yeah. no there's no Rolex clock. Right. There's no Rolex clock. There's just a a vacant busted barn <laughs> and a in the middle of nowhere and a small clubhouse that fries fish on Fridays um and then you tee off into a blind zone and you uh you plunge into this just other world it feels it feels it's one of those places where you feel so in the middle of nothing but also in the middle of everything. It's it's hard to it's hard to describe that feeling, but you feel at once so independent and isolated but at the very center of everything. It's yeah. so unique in golf and um yeah, that I'm I'm we played six holes and I'm grateful for those six holes, but I I we must go back. We have to. Yeah. It, it's very easy to see why the golf community and, you know, the golf nerd architecture community geeks out over it because totally. it's it's special. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My but you don't have to be a golf nerd to, to appreciate no. it. Right. It's also just a fun golf yeah, course. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah the, the most fun I had was um, <laughs> running after my towel down <laughs> par five, number nine. And then talking about a stroke of serendipity, um, when we were summoned back to the van um, due to lightning, reasonable, um, we, were, we were walking up and a cart pulled up in front of us and driving the cart was somebody I used to play college golf against. Not from Wisconsin. That is insane. Not, not even one state away. Isn't that crazy? He's from San Francisco originally and he went to school in Walla Walla, Washington. One of the best city names in the world. Um, D Hoff. He's just, he was just a, a, just a, a really wonderful guy. Always fun to play with. Um, his school and our school were not great in our conference, so we ended up playing with them a lot. <laughs> um, so that was another stroke of just like this. This whole trip is crazy. Yeah, this whole trip is is like blessed. <laughs> what was your favorite feature at Lawsonia? Um, I I was what struck me the most. I think was how much the the greens were elevated on like one side there was always like sometimes you'll see greens that are elevated and they're just domes suspended in the air and there's fall off on every side but what i thought was really cool about lasonia was there was always a clear run up to the green there's always a flat zone in front of the green and then one side was just like 15 foot drop into hell yeah. oblivion yeah <laughs> yeah that was I, really cool something i really appreciated about lasonia and uh, our drives through Wisconsin are the barns. Yes. I, I love a good a big barn, man. Big bar, Give yeah. me a silo and a barn and That's a cornfield. Yes. And I, I can't remember what hole it was, but I took this photograph. That's just like, I, I, it might be the background of my phone now. Like I, it reminds me, it transports me back to my grandfather's hometown in Chadburn, North Carolina. Um, that place. I mean, there's nothing special about that place, yeah. but it's so special. Yeah. So when I see, the silos i see the barn it's like i don't know it hits you you it's know a, that's americana yeah. right which right which is cool um and then from lasonia what i we should also mention like 
so much of this trip that will make you know like the final cut of videos um there was so much behind the scenes that we tried to do that just like fell on its fucking face <laughs> it was just so funny and like another reason that like it, it was just a cool experience i think like everybody was involved on the production to like pivot and and reassess and figure out a new plan of action and we did that so many times and like that that was just like a, a cool experience albeit stressful in the moment and like anxious and and whatever and, and a little panicky but it was also like this is a fucking rush right <laughs> like, right crazy. like right on that i think it's like it was cool to from watching rgc films over the years and watching eric do his thing it was really cool to see eric on the other side of things and like running the show in from behind the scenes and seeing all the work that goes into a 20 minute YouTube video. Right. Totally. That um, we eat up every night. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, that was like, as a fan, it was kind of cool to see how much work goes into it. And then also being a part of that. Right. So it's like those, um, it's like, it's like those, uh, dishes at fine dining restaurants that take, you know, 40 hours of people work to construct and they sit on your plate like a little disc and you just pop it in your mouth and it's right. gone. <laughs> we that, saw it was in the sausage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that I, I agree, Drew. Like that was that was really cool. We talked to Eric about that in our in our chat with him uh on the mics. Um Road Pod is a vibe. Road pod road road pod. <laughs> road pod. Road pod is a vibe. Especially in the sprinter. The sprinter is another trip. Yeah. <laughs> shout out shout out Saul for the, the driving, the good driving the to, to keep us on the road. Yeah. Saul, we love you. Saul, we love you. Saul, we love you. A camera, B camera, C camera. Had to, I had to check the boxes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Trooper. Saturday. Today's Sunday. Yesterday, Saturday. Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay. Golf at the Oneida Tribes Reservation um, at Thornbury Creek. Thornberry Creek. Golf I'm course. so glad he remembers the names of these clubs. I'm official. I'm golf terrible course with the Green Bay Packers. Right. Official is, golf course of the Green Bay Packers. I'm terrible with names of courses. I can I can tell you a hole. I can tell you the layout. I can tell you what I shot. But I have names. It uh, was a course. I got it you. was a course. Yeah. Appreciate um, you. That was an that was an experience. Um, and getting to getting to play with Justin and Conrad and Sadie and Presley. Um, great golfers in their own right but just like just stellar people solid solid humans really really hospitable and warm and just so candid with that whole experience right um they i think i think this trip largely has showed me that like wisconsin the midwest people <laughs> I don't know how broad I can get, but um, there's there's so much support here. You know, like people show up for each other here. Um, and community, no matter how it's represented, I think is is just incredibly strong here. And that was the community feels like such a buzzword. But that is what I've that was the one word that's stuck out to me after our experience yesterday was just like these people got each other. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's used, I think, largely in pop culture and yeah, probably abused. But tribe, yeah, the the yeah. foursome that we played with, they like truly 
felt like a tribe. Um, they had each other's backs. They had our backs. Yeah. They were like, they played host, you know, yeah. like they, this guy almost got a hole in one on camera too. Can he we, did. can we just, we were there. <laughs> it was what, two feet? Less than that? Maybe less. One and a half feet? It was about, yeah. Something like that. You're like, yeah, six inches. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. check tape. We'll check tape. Yeah. We'll check tape. Yeah. Yeah. Check the roll. Yeah. We'll go back on our dailies. Um, yeah, that was, that would have been, that would have been interesting. Mainly because like the story was not Connor gets all Right, it wasn't about camera. Connor. Yeah. No, it's about this playing with these people and, and yeah, that was incredible. Um, I, I connected in a big way with Conrad. He, um, he shared a story with me, um, about his attempt to make it onto the senior tour on, on the champions tour. Um, some people would say that he failed that goal in the way that he did not make it onto the champions tour after trying. Um, but what he shared with me and what he was able to say for me was that in no way was that experience a failure. Um, he sacrificed a lot to try and make that happen. He sold his house. He sold his boat. He sold his car. He he basically unearthed himself to 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 go for that. And um, you know he's doing this with a wife and two sons, two kids um, who are who are grown and and stable and functioning on on their own. But to that's a leap of faith man and um he got he got emotional talking about that um immediately <laughs> like without even getting into it you know and, i'm getting and, emotional hearing you tell me that and yeah. i wasn't i wasn't you know in your group per se yeah yeah that's the first time we've heard that story yeah, yeah. I, we didn't even know and he um he has so it was it was an attempt and he didn't make it on the tour but I I saw that he learned he he gained so much just from that experience just from that process and the pursuit and he now has returned to the reservation he's a member he's you know a very active part of the tribe and he teaches kids like Hank he 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 pours himself into getting people into the game at a young age and not only obviously teaching them golf but um, I think imparting just just wisdom and support onto onto people, and there, like I just I haven't seen anything more noble than that. Of just like <laughs> I'm really I I was proud proud of him for doing something for himself, realizing that that didn't work to the extent that he wished and then pivoting entirely and doing something for other people. It just blew me away. Yeah. Um, I think that's in one way or another, that's all of our goals. Shoot for the moon, the shoot for the freaking moon. And if you can gain something from that, whether you crash back to earth or whether you land in a cloud or a star or an asteroid, like you've gained something. And to know that he's taken that and poured back into his community, which I mean, 
has been through so much. Like, I think we don't have to get into it, but you know what I mean? Like the indigenous people of this country have been dealt a shit hand and to find love amongst themselves and community and tribe and golf <laughs> of, all of all things. things yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and I also feel like it's noble to like pour back into your community and that's, that's whoever you are. Um, it's important to learn and, and glean knowledge from someone that looks like you. Yeah. That's so important. So Conrad, what, yeah. oh, tell, tell us what the King, uh, the, the nickname, big con, big con King, big con King. So his name's Conrad. <laughs> My name is Connor. And, uh, he he has a son named Conrad, Conrad Jr. So they went by Big Con and Little Con. Uh, he started calling me Little Con. Ooh. Right at the Your tribe, bro. Right at the heartstrings. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. You, <laughs> don't you, do that. You, you tribe now, bro. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, and then I got my ass handed to me in a ping pong match, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> we, we'll there, check there's, 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 yeah, there's video. Ma- man's there's got, video. For man's me. got paddle. He, um, he brought his own paddle. That yeah. was incredible. Was wrapped he had, up. He literally, so he hadn't played ping pong in two years. That was what he looked like after two years. And we didn't plan this ahead of time. This was not part of the not production. Not planned at all. I can I can verify. We we came up with this concept literally on like the third tee box. He was just like, oh, by the way, like there's a ping pong table here. I'm really good. And I was just like, oh. He was like, hold yeah. my beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I sick. I used to play all the time in the Caddyshack. There was a table there. And like, we got we to gotta go. We got to roll. Balls of fury. Give me this wet bands. <laughs> let's, let's fucking ride. He literally, like I said, had never played, hadn't played ping pong in two years. Goes in his car after the round, grabs a paddle wrapped in plastic. That man is ready to go. Medically sealed. He is <laughs> always ready. ready to go whenever the clock strikes. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Yeah, you know? keeps that thing on him. Yes. Um, and I got waxed in like in just like a cool warehouse environment. I'm so excited to see the video of that. Same. Yeah. Um. And then I guess lastly, let's let's touch on our our day today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we so we got to uh, have the opportunity to play with Bobby Stricker, who is Steve Stricker's daughter. So cool. Ryder Cup captain Steve Stricker. So cool. So for so many reasons, that is like the triangulation of how all of this has come together. <laughs> yeah. And. We got to play at this nice little track in Fitchburg, uh, Wisconsin, which is just adjacent to Madison, the state capital. It was called Nine Springs Golf Club, Golf Club, Golf Course. Uh, did it only have nine holes? Yes, was it, it, yeah, nine holes? it was nine. Oh, yeah. Solid. The scorecard listed eighteen, but 18. It had nine. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we just got to experience golf with a legendary PGA pro's daughter, who is a amazing accomplished golfer herself which is we we were in madison like this we were how far were we from campus like we were probably still on campus like that's how big yeah yeah yeah. yeah. big 10 campuses hit different (laughs) built different yeah yeah Yeah. corn fed and the the backstory (laughs) these these campuses are corn fed corn built (laughs) right leading up to today whole milk and corn exactly she had done what 50 of 
the state's best courses, something yeah. like that. She yeah. just landed the coolest internship. Yep. Internship. I I think you could ever get through the was the the Wisconsin, Wisconsin State, State Golf Association, Golf Association. Yep. Yes. the local chapter of the PGA. Yep. And um, yeah, in fifty days, she and uh, Patrick Koenig uh, played the top fifty, or I don't know if it was like the top fifty no, courses by 50 courses. Their their fifty courses, yeah, yeah. their fifty in, courses yeah. in Wisconsin State. in fifty days. So I was really surprised that she had never played the course we played today. Nine Springs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's she a actually fan had now. never heard of it, she, she said. Yeah. Yeah. She's a fan now. She'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. We're all fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what blew me away about her, obviously, like golf family, her her mother and her father, obviously. Um, she she played golf golf growing up, but she had never played competitive golf until college. And she walked on at the University of Wisconsin. What? Built different. I I didn't know. I assumed that she was just had played her whole life, you know, played high school, probably one state like four times. No. Right. No. (laughs) Like her pop. Yeah. Right. She said she was playing tennis in high school. Right. Yeah. And then was like, I really want to play college golf. That was just her mindset. I want to play college golf. Right. We we all wanted that too, but we didn't walk (laughs) on to a, a. Division one. She manifested that. Right. I mean, I can't imagine what putting drills looked like in the Stricker household. Right. Got to be pretty rigorous. She gave us uh, the putting lesson, the putting stroke of a lifetime with that 30 footer. though. In person. In person. We saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a master class. That was a full on master (laughs) class. And um, I I was just, I I mean, she's still, she's a young woman. She's, I think she's 23. Um, Remarkably composed. I was just going to say, yeah, like, could not tell that she had only been playing competitive golf for four years. She carried herself like a pro, straight oh, up. Entirely, entirely. She's she ready. was also she was just like so generous with us and and her time. And um, obviously, we uh, Drew, why don't, why don't you tell me? We had, <laughs> so we had the we had the great idea to since we knew that Bobby was a very accomplished, talented golfer, a stick, a stick, as the kids say, and we know our abilities or lack thereof. So in order to, you know, make it a little more even for everyone, we found from a few of the thrift stores, the finest thrift stores in southeastern Wisconsin, what we would like to lovingly say, lovingly say a Franken bag yeah. of golf clubs. I'm just going with that right now, you Franken know, bag. until somebody changes my mind. That's right. It was comprised of uh, a driver that was just called No Limits. Uh, I don't know if that was the brand or if that was the make, the model. The, what? That, that might have been the model. And it might have been a stamp. Like, <laughs> uh, so we had a no limits driver. We had a Sasquatch five wood, nineteen degree. We had uh, two blade irons, a seven and a nine, and the price tag was still left in the nine, so it was flapping in the wind. That had to stay. We had a a Prince, which I thought made just tennis equipment, but apparently <laughs> they they. There's Is that probably, the same same company? I don't know. I okay. mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's why they don't make golf equipment based on the 56 degree sandwich that was just it looked like a dinner plate with like some sort of like half moon contraption on the bottom. It was called a low a integrity soul. design. It was it was a low integrity yeah. design. And then uh, the putter, uh, just a solid gold unbranded brandless putter blade. I feel like somebody like built that built that putter. It, it was a it was home build for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And dense. As Maybe bad. it was built by uh, Chris over at Frozen Fairways. Ooh. Shout out Chris, man! Look, okay, we're coming back. 
I know you in Albany right now, Chris. We're coming back. We got to build some clubs. Stop playing. <laughs> we'll be back. So we presented the Frankenbag to Bobby. Not She didn't know, obviously. Right. And that could have gone one or two ways. Right. She could have said, hell no. You guys are crazy. Hop back um, in her car and left. Right. In the G-Wagon. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't that. She was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. Jumped right in. Midwest nice. Yeah. You're down. welcome. She was just perpetually down. Yeah. Which was so cool. <laughs> um, and like that was just that was just fun. It was cool to like play a full nine holes and play with someone who was infinitely better than us and learn about her persona, just her like her approach to golf and her relationship with her parents and um hear about the Ryder Cup coming to Wisconsin, which is the whole reason that we're here in the first place. Right. I think it's really cool that because her pop is who he is, um, he really involved his family in yeah. the planning of the Ryder Cup as a mm-hmm. captain. Like that's, yeah. that is so cool. Uh, she, I, I didn't catch all of it cause I think you were walking closer to her, but y'all were talking about fashion a little bit. She was helping design merch yeah. for the Ryder Cup. Oh, yeah. Stop. Yeah. Like she, she's she like, said, she's like, yeah. So, my dad wanted to involve the whole family, and she's like, me and my sister, Izzy, who's 15, was, were helping pick out the swag for Team USA. So, like, I'm maybe brands or designs, but yeah, so when... She's when, making sure Team USA gets fit. When we're, when we're dripped out, that's Bobby Man, and Izzy. Thank Bobby and Izzy. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I agree. Like, cool of... Steve Stricker to not like hoard that experience and be like, I am the captain. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. well, one thing that, uh, one thing that Connor said today that really kind of like tugged at my heartstrings and just really made me think. And it was kind of along the same lines of when I was talking about like seeing Wisconsin through the lens, through the eyes of someone that's not from here. And you said like a big through line through the whole trip is family and community mm-hmm. just in tribe. Like we were talking and for me, as like a lifelong Wisconsinite, Hank, Bobby, Justin, uh, Big Con, we're all Wisconsinites. And to see that through line through this whole trip of family and community, and it was like, you know, family has always like been a part of like my life and community. And to see that, you know, we're all from very vastly different walks of life, the, uh, the four groups that we uh, got to, to spend time with. And, and to see that, that family is just a big part of, being a part of Wisconsin that's just woven into the fabric of being a Wisconsinite is super cool yeah. and something that I would have never uh, thought of or even knew that it exists outside of just, I'm like, that's just who my family is, who I am. And to see that through the eyes of, of all of those other folks, that's that's what means the most to me from this trip. Yeah, yeah. that's the best for the line. It's, it's so cool. Super cool. Oh, I'm humbled. Yeah. And that brings us here. We're... <laughs> We're at Aaron Hills. We're not going to play. We're just here podding up a storm. Right. And um, and about to raid the pro shop. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe, uh, maybe, maybe hit the putting maybe hit the putting green. We'll know. see. Take a couple <laughs> take, take a couple whacks on the first tee until someone like bear hugs us right. and carries us off. <laughs> Grab a rescue from the fescue. Yes. Fescue rescue. Uh, fescue rescue. We're we're getting one. Yeah. We we've got to get one, and yeah. I've got to Hunter get P. a few of those cookies because. I didn't know that when 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 chips. Saul handed me that cookie yesterday, he's like, "Yeah, they're they're from Aaron Hills. They're world famous." And they okay, podcast over. Yeah. Um, it's been real. 
this has been group golf therapy. Uh, mind your golf. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cookies are hot. Right yeah. in the oven. Yeah. No, for real, y'all. Like, I, th- this being the first experience with the three of us together, I'm excited. If this is how we're like doing our first in person yeah. stuff, yeah. this is the trajectory. We we're going on? up. <laughs> we going up, baby. We're going to Let's the moon, go. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank hey, you. Thank you. And thank you, RGC. And thank you, guys. And thank you. And you. Peace, and love, you. blessings. And you. And you. Bless up. <laughs> Bye.